Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. we got a lot to talk about today. We're turning the page from Buffalo and on to Pittsburgh. Um, I got a lot of observations from here last night at the game. And uh, we're going to dig in and really talk about a lot of stuff. I want to talk about a couple of things, though, before we we really get into Pittsburgh that I want to talk about with the Raiders. Jimmy Garoppolo's thrown three interceptions on the year. Hunter Renfro has one catch, and the one catch came late in the Buffalo game. Um, that's just purely unacceptable. Now, I understand, and in the first after the first game, I gave a lot of credit um, to the Broncos. Also cited the personnel. They were running a lot of two, uh, one running back, two tight end sets which would take a third receiver off the field. Those, those are all germane arguments. Um, you saw Buffalo, excuse me, the Broncos, they are not going to let Josh Jacobs beat him, and he didn't. And, and then you saw going into Buffalo, the same thing. Well, I understand in, in my defense, I'm always going to be fair in my analysis, was absolutely right against the Broncos. You can understand for one game why Hunter gets removed, but for two, there is no excuse. That means that you're not being creative and you're not making things happen. Um, I just watched, uh, you know, this, the the Steelers with a very unimpressive offense. We'll get into that in a minute. And a very impressive defense. And everybody has shown how you stop the Raiders. So does anyone doubt that on Sunday night in Allegiant Stadium, the Steelmen are going to line up and stack the box? No. They're going to put. They're going to say, "Okay, we're going to stack the box. So if you run, we've got more bodies than you've got blockers. And if you pass, your quarterback's going to be under complete pressure." So we already know what they're going to do. Now the question is, what are the Raiders going to do to adjust it? This isn't year one. Last year, there was, you know, J Josh McDaniels got a lot of leeway and deservedly so. And let's not pretend like the sky's falling in the in the land of the silver and black. The Raiders are still in first place in the AFC West. They're one and one, which is where we predicted them to be. There's no reason to panic. There's reason to be concerned, but there's no reason to panic. So let's dig in a little bit deeper and talk about this situation. I understand you want to run the football with Josh Jacobs because that's how you win football games. But that's not how you've built your offensive line. You've went out and you've built an offensive line. You have Dylan Parham, obviously, and Colton Miller, Andre James, who are all, you know, picks. And then you go out, you have a Greg Van Roten and a Jermaine Illuminor. But you haven't want, went out and gotten the big bodies whose job is we're just going to maul you. That's not the offensive line that you have. You have one that's very good blocking. And But they can't – if there's five blockers and seven defenders, it's not going to work. It's a simple matter of math. <clears throat> so if you want to be a run-heavy team, then you have to change your scheme, which is fine. I like that. But if you're not going to change your scheme, then you have to use the pass to set up the run. You have to punish the edges, punish the sides. You know, I saw a couple things that really impressed me after you go back and watch a film in the Buffalo game was Jimmy 
uh, and Devontae building that chemistry. There was one particular play where Devontae, you know, breaks his his route and goes. That, that's purely a chemistry thing. Jimmy puts the ball in the money. But they they can't just be Devontae or Jacoby. And when Jacoby's not in there, it's got to be Hunter. Got to be two guys. Can't be one. You cannot be one-dimensional in the passing game when they're shutting down the running game. It's ineffective and, and it's an and, and it's an inability. Now, when you look at Josh McDaniels over his career, his multiple Super Bowls, he has been very creative and has had uh, the ability to adjust. So I don't think there's any reason to panic based upon his track record. I think he now gets the right to demonstrate whether or not he is still that creative, and I don't think it's like he moved to Vegas and lost it. And that's why I've said immediately after the Buffalo game, and I'll say after watching this debacle um, of an offensive performance as well, that I fully expect the Raiders to win. In fact, I'll tell you right now, I, I think the Raiders win this one. 27-17. I think they get it by double digits. So, again, I, I think the Raiders, you know, there are great concerns with the offense, and they're germane. You can't have Jimmy with more interceptions than receptions by Hunter and targets for Hunter. Can't have that. Hunter's got to be, he's a key, intricate part of this offense. You paid him, and you, you paid that bonus that he's on the roster. Use him. And I, again, expect that creativity to shine this week against the Steelmen. Um, I mentioned it not being year one, and I think this is really important. Last year, Josh McDaniels deserved a lot of grace because of the, you know, there wasn't a lot of time to overhaul the roster. They had a full draft. Now, again, you don't rely on rookies, but they got a full draft. And there's a huge complement of free agents here. I Do I think this is a finished roster? No, I never told you. I said I didn't think this was a, a playoff team. Um, your defense is very young. So if your offense isn't grinding it out and giving them time to rest, you're going to see what happened in Buffalo. Now, in Denver, you saw the Raiders' defense perform very well because the Raiders were able to eat clock and they were able to, even though Josh wasn't running, they were able to do some things. And it helped their defense. This is not a team with a defense that's just going to go out and win you games. They're very young. I think they're coming. I am very much a, a buyer on Nate Hobbs and Ja'Korian Bennett. Divine Diablo has been playing really well. There's a lot of things here to be encouraged. I mean, I thought you saw the interior defensive line on those big fourth downs before they were exhausted, got some big stops. And I don't think the issue on Saturday, I mean, Sunday, clearly they gave up 38 points, was the defense, though, when you looked at the game analytically. So let's talk about what are some things that we know they have to do. What are some things that we know they're going to have to get done? What are some things that we just know uh, are going to have to happen? First of all, uh, when they get against the Steelers, you've got to put pressure on the Steelers on first down. Now, if I'm Patrick Graham, 
I am looking at what teams have done against me and I'm looking at what teams have done against the Steelmen. And I'm saying, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to load the box. I'm going to say, make Najee Harris. Make your running game beat me. I don't think at this point, until he's proven it, Kenny Pickett, down receivers, can beat us. So, Kenny, this is your coming out moment. If you're going to shine, it's going to be on Sunday Night Football in Allegiant Stadium. You got to beat the Raiders. Now, the Raiders are very physical at corner, not counting Marcus Peters, who isn't. So I think that, you know, you go out there and you've got to sell out, load the box. You know, let's put four down linemen, three linebackers. Let's go. If I'm Patrick Graham, that's my mentality. Let's go. We're going to do what others have done. The blueprint, I mean, Cleveland lost the game because Cleveland's a crap show. They'd have the defense won the game for the Steelers. And the Raider offense is too good for that. The Browns are just a disaster. They are what we thought they were. And well, what most people did. And then, but you've got to go out and make the Pittsburgh Steelers offense beat you. Be aggressive. Go after him. Bring pressure. Blitz. Make Kenny Pickett beat you with his arm. Because you know what? I don't think he can. I don't think he can. We know that Max is going to get loose. He's going to get free, but they're going to do what everyone else has done. They're going to put two and three guys on Max. And Max is going to get held until somebody screams and yells loud enough for that to be addressed. But this Steeler team has an excellent defense. It's it's the I think, personally, uh, it's on par, not as good as Buffalo, but very close. Very close. I mean, just a little bit of it. Now, there's some injuries that I, I know that there's concern about whether or not they'll be at full force. I don't expect them to be at full force. But this Raider team has the offense to go out and get it. You're just going to have to be creative. But the defense on this one, <clears throat> you know what they did against Josh Allen. And let's not pretend Kenny Pickett's Josh's Allen because he's not. So he's 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 a guy that's going to be, you know, it doesn't mean he can't run, but he's going to be a little bit more uh, statuesque in the pocket than uh, Josh will and Russell for that matter. So go out and pound him. Go out and pound him. Now, here's some things about the Raiders that I, I want to discuss this week that I think is very, very important. Um, you have an opportunity. You know, at this point, nobody's shocked the Raiders are one and one. Some people may have thought they'd be 0 and 2, but most people thought one and one. Now you got a chance on Sunday night football to show the entire country, the entire country, that you're different. Now, I think, and I've said it all along, so I don't mind saying it, the Raiders are going to do that. I think they're going to win this game. They're going to improve to two and one. I think people are very well aware they're not a, a Super Bowl team. If they get on the playoffs, it would be sneaking in. So it wasn't like they're making a statement. And this would be a, a, a statement for the Raiders that, hey, we're not where we need to be which is a Super Bowl contender, but we're coming. And 
this is a game that there's a lot of pressure on Josh McDaniels this week. Now, I have never backed down or been uh, intimidated to say that I think Josh has all of the talent and the skills to be a very good coach in the National Football League. I still believe that. I think you know what he did in Denver, he's not the same guy. Last year was last year. His team lost a lot of close games. They go out and they bring in a lot of personnel. Now he has to begin to begin to show Raider Nation, this is who I am. Look at what we did this week. We made adjustments. We did some things differently. We brought some, some different alignments, some different things. I, again, I don't want to get into a ton of detail. Um, and you know why I've told you in previous podcasts. But I think you've got to go and make those statements. I think you've got to go and, and to make those type of, of um, fork in the road. Okay, here's here's what we're becoming. And I believe that's going to happen this weekend. 100%. I do. I'm I, I don't I I don't see any waiver in that. That being said, creativity in the offense is going to have to be vitally important. And Josh from his time <clears throat> with the Patriots is well aware of the Steelmen. They're not going to change. This is who they are. In fact, that mentality is hurting them on offense. And so the Raiders need to just come in. And from the moment they step in Allegiant Stadium on, on Sunday afternoon, they've got to be on the attack. They just got to come in and go to war. And, and uh, you know, my father was in the military. And for all of our veterans and people that are losing limbs and fighting for this country, that's not a good analogy. Because let's face it, somebody giving their life for their country is significantly more important than football. So I apologize about that. Not being politically correct. I'm, I'm, be, I'm being correct. But they, they're going to go to a fight. And they need to come in fighting. They need to come in ready to go. This is a business trip. And they're staying home. But they have to come in and attack. Now, there are concerns. Again, I mentioned Hunter. You know, I understand you wanting to get Josh active. I really liked seeing Josh in the passing game against Buffalo. I thought that was something that they did good early and got going. I have no problem with that because Josh McDaniels, Josh McDaniels, Josh Jacobs is too good of a player to not be engaged. And so I want to just see those that mix up. I want to see the creativity. I want to see those things that I want to see some screens when they're being aggressive. It's going to be really hard pending on injury to attack the edges against the Steelers because they like to spread it out and they're so fast. So now you're looking at attacking, attacking the middle. And when you do, when you talk about attacking the middle, is there any other name than Hunter freaking Renfro? Come on, guys. Now, let's talk about the Steelmen for a minute. First of all, you've got to, and this is just analogies from the game here last night, and, and and from week one, but you've got to put Kenny Pickett in uncomfortable situations on second and third down. First down is vitally important to, you know, you've got to, your motto this week is, can Kenny Pickett's arm beat the Raiders? Now, that's a very fair analogy. Can Kenny Pickett's arm beat the Raiders? The Steelmen are going to be down. 
with some wide receivers. They're not going to be in their best shape. So this makes it even bigger. They're going to be like, hey, we got to run more. Okay? Because, you know, we're missing receivers and Kenny's struggling. No. You stack the freaking box. Just, just demand he beat you. Listen, I'm okay with Jacorian Bennett and Nate Hobbs in one-on-one coverage. They're going to give up some passes. But they're going to get their share, too. And so I don't care if Kenny Pickett throws for 250. If the Raiders are putting pressure on him because he's going to get interceptions, there's going to be mistakes. And that's the key to this game, is forcing Kenny Pickett's arm to beat you. Now, you may say, well, that's awful simple, because the game is simple. Football, sometimes people like to overthink it. Make Kenny Pickett beat you with his arm. Go after him. Punish him. Turn him into a human piñata. And just batter him. Beat him. This is a physical game. This is not soccer. This is not underwater basket weaving. This is not synchronized swimming or gymnastics. This is football. It is a testosterone-fueled game. Beat him. I'm not saying go out and, 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 and be unprofessional and, you know, I'm not talking about that. But go at it. If I was Josh McDaniels, I would be recalling every day the, the, the NFL offices. When I got on the field, I would tell my assistants, warm them up. I'm going to go talk to the refs. I'm sending video. I'm sending cassette tapes, VHS tapes, 8-track tapes. <laughs> Hello, can Max Crosby go three plays without getting held or tackled? Now, that's a compliment. He's that good. But they got to get something on the other side. They got to get more from Malcolm. Tyree Wilson. Somebody. Now, I know Tyree is a rookie who missed 80% of camp. That is a germane argument as to why we haven't seen more. And I fully see that that is a germane argument. But what we have seen is nothing. There should be something. Bueller. 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 Let me see something. I mean, we saw in the Dallas game that push. Come on now. Show something. But come on, Coons. Come on, Malcolm. I believe in you. I believe in you. There's more blood in that turnip. Let's go. Turn it up. Let's go. Now, Robert Spillane, the spill, signed from the Steelers. <clears throat> they wanted him, but they didn't have the ability to pay him like the Raiders. Going to be a big game from Spill. <clears throat> he go, I mean, he's already a physical beast and animal. And, and Divine Diablo, who's just been playing very, very well. Again, it'll be a big game for the linebackers. Going to use that, that defensive line. Let's go. But the importance of this game is physicality. 
Now, you all know this. I am a simple man. And if I had one word that I'd hang in the Raiders locker room this week, it's physicality. Remember the old Olivia Newton-John uh, Newton song, I want to get physical. I mean, that that's what this game is about. You want a street fight. You want a hootenanny and allegiance. You just want to stand up and go. That's this Raider identity. Let's fight. Let's grind it out. You got a Max Crosby, a Robert Spillane, a Marcus Epps. You brought in these guys for that reason. <clears throat> you got a good offensive line, but you've got to be creative. You can't ask five guys to block seven and call that creativity. I know you did a lot of jumbo bringing in Thayer, but you also got to be creative. Creative. The motto on offense is make Kenny Pickett's arm beat us. The name for the team is physicality. And on defense, it's this. Let's go. Attack, attack, attack. Attack. Attack, attack. Let's go. That's the name of the game on defense. You are you are bringing pressure. You are coming at Kenny Pickett. He is. And now listen, I like Kenny. I absolutely, I actually know him personally through my ties with Pat Narduzzi, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Panthers, and uh, a couple other things. But he good kid. He's a good kid. But he is not a kid that when he gets out of his routine, does well. He's got to stay within the scheme. And if you let him, he is he's a good quarterback. He's still young, but he's a good quarterback. You've got to force Kenny Pickett to beat you with his arm. So how do you do that? You beat him with your body. Go after him. Punish him. Make him feel the pressure. Now, if Koontz can't get pressure or Tyree can't get any pressure, you got to find somebody who can. Okay? Put some guys down on the line. Give some guys some shots to put their hand in the dirt. And go get somebody. What about bringing in an Amari Bernie to do a stand-up defensive end role? Let him... Use his speed. I mean, the thing is, you got to be creative. And we know Amari's not a defensive end, but I'm saying when you're looking for ways to create pressure, you got to do it. This is too big of a game for the for the Raiders. This is a monster game for Josh McDaniels. It isn't a if you lose, you lose your job moment. I'm not saying that, but I believe this is the biggest game in the Josh McDaniels regime so far nobody expects at least i don't no I, I don't expect him to get to a super bowl i don't even expect him to get to the playoffs but you got to demonstrate and this is a beatable team the steelers are wounded there's blood in the water be the shark there's blood in the water be the shark now let's talk about creativity i expect that that, that Devonte will have a monster game I believe Jacoby will be back. I expect him to be a monster game. But Hunter, 
Let this be the game where Jimmy throws for 400 yards or throws for 250, and then the Steelers are like, crap, we got to stop the pass, and then you can run Josh Jacobs for 100 yards. It's not brain surgery. Whatever the other team wants to take away from you, you still got to go out and try to do it. Okay, so you know that the Raiders want to run a run. I don't blame them. I love that type of an offense. So you go out, and if the Steelers have the box packed, and it's clear that you're not going to be able to get anything done, doesn't mean you abandon it, but it means you throw more on first down. Throw a little bit on second down. What about trying to run when it's third and two, third and three then? It's being creative. What we saw here tonight, or last night, excuse me, with the Steel Men, was a wounded team. You're at home for your home opener. This is a game you should win. I don't care what the odds makers say, although I was told it was a pick em. Um, I don't care. This is a game you should win. And so for the Raiders this week, to me, it, it's, it's, it's about pride. They're not playing the Steelers. They're playing themselves. And against the Broncos, I thought Josh was very good. I thought the play calling was creative. I thought the defense was very good. And I, I, week one, they were what I thought they would be. Week two, I expected a loss, but not by 28 points. I didn't expect to see the Raiders waving the white flag in the fourth quarter with 12 minutes to go and you're still trying to establish a run. That's way that's literally waving the white flag. And I and I understand Josh would probably vehemently disagree with me and that's fine. I respect his opinion, but he's wrong. It's waving the white flag. You got to go out and do, you know, you got to do what you haven't done to get what you haven't got. And so when you notice teams are taking things away and you can't do anything about it, then the creativity has to come. I want to see it from Jimmy. I want to see Jimmy connect with Hunter. I want to see Jimmy get the ball out to a lot of different people. I understand it's one, two, three, and out. I get that. I understand it. <clears throat> but this is where the creativity, this is where I want to see that offensive line say, okay, listen, we're throwing on first down. We're coming back running on third. We're gonna we're gonna power you. I want Jakob. I want to see some more Jakob. Little disappointed. There was a few times where they're trying to run no fullback, and you know they're stacking the box. Okay, let let me say this to you. You got three receivers, and they're stacking the box, meaning they've got more guys in the box to stop the run than you have blockers. And you're still going to run and it isn't working. Okay, then why not use more Jakob as a fullback? Why not do some more attacking type things? To me, this is a big week. The season will not be won or begin or be over this week. But if you start losing games you should win, that means you got to go win games you shouldn't. And I think it's very important for Josh McDaniels to come out and show Raider Nation this week, hey, look it, last week was an abomination. But we know the first week wasn't. And there's no. this is not a time for people to panic. 
Don't send me your emails. The season's over. It's not. There's 15 games left. Stop. You don't have to like the way you saw the end of the, the last half of the third in the, in the fourth quarter go. I don't blame you. I didn't like it. I'm not a fan. But there's a lot of football left, and this is still a good football team. Every football team has bad games. Now, the Raiders had a bad half of the third quarter and the fourth. And it was really bad. And it ended up getting away from them being ugly. But that's the game. That's why you can't panic. You know, that's the game. You know what? It got away from them. Okay, it's done. Let's go. Let's move on. Now, I was thought to myself, oh, I'm going to keep that thought to myself till later in the week. But that is the thing with this week with the Raiders. This is a beatable Steeler team. There is blood in the water, and this is a game that the Raiders should win. So the motto of the team is physicality this week. The offensive motto is attack, attack, attack. The defensive motto is very simple. Make Kenny Pickett beat you with his arm. This is not brain surgery. Now, I understand plays can have long names, and there's a lot of nuances. I'm not saying it's not difficult. But it's not brain surgery. This is gut check. And this there's a lot of time left in this season. Win or lose, the season's not over. But this is one of those games they should win. And remember, earlier in the year, during the offseason, I talked to you about things that teams do who are good football teams. One of the things I told you about is they find a way to win when they're not playing well. That happened week one in Denver. Number two is they win the games they should win. That's this week. How do you change a narrative if you're the silver and black? You did step one in winning games where you're not playing well in week one. You lost a game you should have lost in Buffalo. And now week three, come out and win the game you should win. You're at home. Even though it's going to be, at best, a 50-50 Steelers crowd, and I think it's going to probably be 60-40 Steelers, that's my assumption, doesn't matter. You're still at home. They're still traveling through the time zones. This is a game they should win. That's the name of the game this week. That's it. Do what you got to do. Take care of your business. And again, Steelers very beatable. I'm going to have a lot more from this game coming up this week. But let's keep our eye on physicality and turn your dogs loose. Let your horses run. All right, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you all. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. Thanks. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network.